This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. All right, so this was the double down this morning. John Lopez is going to defend his honor here. Oh, I was listening. Philosophical divide. This was the double down. Sean and Seth uh, talking about the uh, the way in which the Texans should spend their free agent moolah. Do you think John Lopez is aware that his former co-host is seemingly advocating a free agency approach that is endorsed by a pairing that John Lopez called the epitome of the old school mentality in this town, Payne and Pendergast? It's the epitome of what's wrong with Houston sports Right, fans right. I mean, I... He might not have said fan. He said it was a mentality that's hard to shake. In yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Nick, Nick wants the Texans to spend on the defensive side of the ball like like you and I do. I don't know. I like I, this, this is where I still don't even know what our argument is with Lopez. As far as our, is it? <laughs> it's I, that we don't want to pay thirty million a year for Mike Evans. That's what it for, boils down to. For it's not, yeah, I feel like so with Lopez. It's like if it's not Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley, then you guys don't really want it. Is that what it is? Yeah, you don't is, have uh, cojones if you. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. yeah. I really like Mike Evans. I think there's a really good chance that wherever he goes he does well for at least another couple years I think the problem with Mike Evans is that you're tripling down on a position that's already like one of the few actual positions of strength on the team is wide receiver you're going to have to pay Nico Collins likely there's a very good chance you're going to pay him very soon within the next calendar year at some point Tank Dell will have to get paid um and this is a year where the draft is stocked full of Potentially good wide receivers. He's two years I would away very from much even being rather... allowed to get an extension. That, that point is 2027. 2026. Dell's going to have to get paid. Can we see like him play for a whole season? All right, let's start right there. Yeah, I, I understand where they're coming from at this point. They're looking years down the line now. Yeah, but but that's the whole idea. Tank Dell's going to get paid in two years. At, at we got to wait for C.J. Stroud because we got to pay C.J. Stroud too, man. All right, so 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 let me let me start right there with, with what you just heard. Um... One thing that 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 uh, Seth Payne said is that Lopez is very adamant he wants Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley. One thing that Sean said is I'm I'm not against spending money, but I don't want Mike Evans at thirty million dollars. Here's the point, and this is why this is why Sean and Seth are in fact doubling, tripling, quadrupling down the epitome of Texans fans, media, anyone who follows this team. Stuck in 2021. What they just said illustrates it. Because, as I said, I, when it comes to Mike Evans and Saquon, you know what the epitome of a, of a Texans fan does? 
They hear what they want to hear, not what is actually said. And that's where I would disagree. Their opinion is fine. They can have that opinion. I don't mind it. But don't listen to what you want to hear versus what is actually said. Because when it comes to $30 million for Mike Evans, literally those words have never come out of my mouth. In fact, uh, when it comes to to Mike Evans, his market value is $23 million. And I've I think said- it's $20. It's some, something think, somewhere between the twenty four years eighty. Yeah, twenty which is high. We've even said the four is a little high. Thank you, because the other thing I've said is I wouldn't pay Mike Evans for more than three years. Like, like you, you can have that other opinion, but I said no more than three years, twenty three to twenty five, twenty to twenty three million dollars, and then Sean Pendergast said, you know, uh, uh, what I was just talking about, like he doesn't want to spend thirty million dollars. That that's not even part of the equation. That's not something I ever said. And when it comes to Seth talking about, I am adamant that I want Mike Evans and and Saquon Barkley. You said that you could get both of them. Like it's you shouldn't be. You said that you can. Like it's not one or the other. I'll I'll tell you exactly what I said. And they listened to it. They paid. They played this promo, and they didn't. And they heard what they wanted to hear, not what was actually said. I said, people say. Can you sign Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley? Direct quote. I wrote it down. People say, can you sign Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley? Uh, and I said, yes, you can. Because that was the discussion we were had we were having. You actually brought up Mike Evans. I think you said, yeah, I'm in, I'm in on him. You know, I'm kind of in on him. So I'm my, intrigued by it. You're intrigued I'm by it. I'm not like pounding the table for it. I'm intrigued I by it. I never said I am hell-bent on Mike Evans and Saquon Barkley. But if Barkley. you're sitting there, if you're sitting there saying you got to pay Tank Dell eventually, then you're you're just you're, you're well, way too, too. Yeah, you're you're way too conservative for me. Yeah, like you're talking about a third-round pick who got hurt, and and if 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 your mindset to not pay Mike Evans or whoever is based on you got to eventually pay Tank Dell, I don't even want to pay Nico yet. I yeah. want to see another good year. But Seth is just on the complete. I, I mean, Seth is not only looking both ways before he crosses. Like he 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 might wait to wait wait till the, the the light turns red four or five times. Right. If we're talking about Tank Dell's contract, we're nowhere like that. That to me is a window because that's two years away. Yeah. Same thing with CJ. But but if if if, if Tank Dell is factoring in, to you got to pay Tank Dell eventually. To to me, like if you sign Mike Evans, if you're smart, then it's front loaded to where Tank Dell is not like an obstacle for you. Correct. But, but this whole idea, we were having a discussion about those two guys. So I said, can you? Yes. You know, Figgy knows, loopholes know, Sean listens, he knows this. Who are the two players that I have been adamant about the whole time? Josh Jacobs and Gabe Davis. Uh, less expensive, not those guys. Yeah. I, I've not been, wait, that's fine. Yeah. But, but I have not been hell-bent on these two guys. And then, and then there's this. John Lopez responding to the claims. And, and you're going to hear some of that this. That is a reckless spender. But, but I'm on a roll right now. <laughs> Seth says, quote, I don't want to spend stupid money. Who in this at this station coined the term smart big money? Oh, you're, you're, you're claiming that, huh? I did. I did. The first time you, anybody heard it on the station was from me. I said, I, want, I don't want to spend willy-nilly. That's another term I've used a lot. I want to spend smart big money. And so I never said anything about spending stupid money or anything like that. And then there's this. Like, like, like so I was, you know, here I was all relaxed, nice, caught some fish, sitting in my trailer. Well, I better listen to this. And I'm like, what is going on here? You, you know, you, you're, they're listening to what they want to hear or they think they heard, but not what was actually said. Because Seth was talking about, I was on the 2000 Jaguars. Okay? And he was. 
And they were Uh-oh. really close. Where's this going? You'll see. They were really close to, to getting over the top. And then they spent crazy money. Well, there's one big difference here. They had a quarterback in Mark Brunel who was on a big-time contract for the time. I think it was a $30 million contract. They didn't have a guy on a rookie contract at quarterback that was a superstar. The second thing is they were $30 million over the cap and spent that money. The Texans are $67 million under the cap. Comparing the 2000 Jaguars to the 2024 Texans is like apples to two-by-fours. Like, like, like it's not even this. It's not even close to the same thing. Mark Brunel was getting paid big money for then, and they were over the cap. The Texans have a rookie, a quarterback on a rookie contract, and they're sixty-seven million dollars under the cap. Like, like, again, I don't mind your opinion, but at least represent what I said accurately. You know. So here's my question: Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig, with you. What is smart money? Because it's easy to say smart money, but like, what is smart money to you? What would be smart money? Shorter term deal, as I've mentioned multiple times with Mike Evans. Don't ask, don't get. Oh, that's the other thing they said. Uh, oh, I, I would understand if Mike Evans, if you get a hometown discount or, or whatever, however Seth put it. Um, I don't want to misquote him. Uh, but, but Mike Evans is from here. So I've said, I wouldn't give, I literally have said, we can find it. I wouldn't give him more than three years. Why? Because three years is when these contracts that you're going to have to start paying that they talked about start kicking in. Uh, And then uh, Sean was saying something a little bit bizarre, talking about all these little contracts add up, like $6 million here, $7 million a year. Dude, he talked about D'Angelo Ross and Dieter Esselin. Like, like they just signed these two guys, uh, D'Angelo Ross, they re-signed. Yeah, he did the, he added it up. That's $2 million. Dude, (laughs) Dieter Esselin, hold on. $2 $2 million contract with a $10,000 guarantee. They signed Esalen to a two-year, $2 million contract with $10,000 guaranteed. That's nothing. This is a cut league. This is a don't pay the contract. There's no guaranteed money outside of $10,000. D'Angelo Ross, he had a $985,000 deal. Excuse me. He had a $995,000 deal with only nine, with, with $985,000 not guaranteed. So you're only on the hook for ten grand for him too, like I know these little contracts add up. I'm not ignorant. I mean, they they were mentioning, you know, they said eight starters. Yeah, which yeah, I mean, they're gonna fill a roster. Yes, exactly. Like they're not, they're not they're in decent shape. I I get the evaluation. I my thing like so you say smart money is like short term Mike Evans type thing or a, a younger player that maybe that has like Josh Jacobs. Yeah. You know, Josh Jacobs, you can give him three, four years, and they won't And you be. can be. you. The the thing for me is you have, like, even this year, you have Nico and Tank on rookie deals and CJ. Mm-hmm. So if you want to front load it with, with Evans, you can you can do that. Yes. I'm not ready to pay Nico Collins. Sean wants to pay Nico Collins 25 mil a year now. Where, where, I don't know where the valuation on these receivers. The whole $30 million for Mike Evans, that, that never came out of my mouth. And no, nor did it, did it even register until he said that it. That would be like the highest paid receiver in the league. Justin Jefferson might not get $30 million if they trade him. No, seriously, I was reading the story today. If they trade him, he might be asking up to $30 million. That's Justin Jefferson, who's what, 25, 24? Yeah, he's 24. Uh, whatever it may be. So it it, it, it it just hit me as like, cool, I don't mind your opinion, but that's just not right. See, the, That's but just not what I the, said. For me, smart money, I, I think smart money – I can hear them on, on like the impact positions and all that, but Patrick Queen paying him what his market value is that that to me is the the epitome 
of dumb money. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to pay Patrick Queen seventeen million dollars or whatever sixteen, that is that is that that is what a bad contract in free agency looks like. Linebacker collisions. Well, I mean, just doesn't it? Yeah. But doesn't it just seem? Doesn't that just seem like? That's a lot do. of money, man. I, I, no, I, don't, I, I get your point. I get your point. I don't mind that as much as the other thing. Well, that's the other thing. You're, you're ignoring the defense. Have I ever ignored the defense? I'm the guy sitting here saying safety, man. Get a safety. I know I know. it seems like a position where you're set, kind of like receiver, but there are questions there, and uh, and the receiver might uh, – I mean, the, the safety might come in handy. And then Seth was talking about when I said – you know, if it's not un- – he said, if it's not unlimited, how is it limited? Well, because you have $67 million. I, you know, I said, I'm not saying spend like crazy over the top, over the cap, all that stuff, but only five teams have more money than you do. So that's why it's not unlimited. You don't want to go crazy, but it's certainly not limited because you got $67 million to spend. Like, I, okay, D'Angelo Ross, deal breaker. I mean – what are we doing? Are you misrepresenting what Sean said now? I believe I am not. I believe I am not. We can go back and listen, but he did mention those two and some other contracts. I think Blake Cashman. Okay, Blake Cashman. We're not talking, you know, like Gabe Davis, Mike Evans, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacob. We're talking Blake Cashman. I mean, what was his deal this year? $5 million? I don't even know if it was that. It might not even be less that. than that. That's $3 million, I think. If that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like... It all adds up. Yes, I'm aware. You know, I'm absolutely aware. But we're talking about, uh, you know, the players that can put you over the top. That's the epitome. Like, like they, 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 they stated this case like we're not the epitome and then showed us why they are. Because they're like, oh, can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. What about 2,000 Jaguars? What about the $30 million? That's not, that's not true. That's just not true. So, um, it, it was it was enlightening uh, for me to, 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 to listen to this. Uh, enlightening how? Uh, because because it's not what I was indicating. The thing about the promo, and the promo was, was great. I don't mind it. It's fine. But we were having a discussion specifically about Saquon and Mike Evans. I've, yeah, like you I've have to choose one or the others. other. Yeah. I, I think it's weird how like Saquon's almost being put against Patrick Queen and Christian Wilkins as if it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like he's not Saquon's not getting twenty million dollars a year, he's not getting eighteen million dollars a year like Patrick Queen. So like this either or like matchup. Like if you want to do the Mike Evans versus those two, like you you that's fine. But running backs like we know what running backs get now. They're not they're not getting as much as they used to. They're not the highest paid players in the NFL anymore. So it seems like there's like this. Well, you know Saquon, we, we don't want Saquon. We wanna we wanna bring in Patrick Queen or Wilkins or something like that. Like Sa- Saquon's like on the he's on the side. Like that's that's a that's a Saquon much will get situation. what like three year deal at the most. Perhaps like like the the max I, I would say I would point to is perhaps what Jonathan Taylor got. Like that would be like in in Saquon's dream world that would be it. it was and it, it would be forty or twelve million dollars. Like three years forty something like that. Okay, I think it was Queen would be five years ninety two. Now that is what you're they're arguing against. I don't. I no, like, that's what they're arguing for. I mean, well, no, they're arguing for the position, but I'm yeah. saying the money. Yeah. Like five years, ninety-two million dollars, ninety-three million dollars versus two or three years at twelve million dollars a year. Um, they're saying don't spend willy-nilly. I'm. I'm not totally against Patrick Queen as, as you are, uh, or as you in, you know maybe. Uh, all I'm saying is if you're saying don't spend and and uh, hijack the future, Patrick McQueen, Patrick Queen might uh, hijack the future more than than a, a Saquon or a Josh Jacob. 
because those contracts coming through, I mean, Tank Dell's not going to come through until 2026, you know? So, yeah, I, yeah. I, the other question I have about this, and I think this is interesting. I, I, I'm enjoying y'all's, y'all's back and forth just because I just enjoy these types of things. <laughs> but I, I do think there's, it, it's got to be taken into account, like, that you, you, you kind of have the right to spend recklessly. And, and I think if you're going to spend reckless, for me, I would rather spend recklessly on, like, the running back position knowing that you're going to get a decent player instead of Patrick Queen or, I mean, even Christian Wilkins. I like Christian Wilkins. I, I don't know that that, that looks, that to me could look like uh, a prototypical bad deal as well. But I'm just, I, I don't know what smart money means in I don't, this instance. But when you're, when you're factoring in, but, but I think it is kind of telling. If you're factoring in that Tank Dell's got to eventually be paid after what over a half of a season then that that there, there's some conservativeness right there if we're I, looking at that do you feel as good about the wide receiver position as they do uh no i feel I, okay i feel good about it i feel good like yeah. but but it do i do i just think they're set at wide receiver yeah no, no if if i i would even that's some struggles for, last year man look, that receiver I, my dream scenario would be that you get a wide receiver in the first round and the question is sh- should they even bring back nico all of a sudden, you have another wide receiver on a rookie deal, like whether it's Franklin or something. Like that's my dream scenario right there. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I guess I just don't feel as comfortable at wide receiver after one year. Yeah. And we're we're talking about injuries and stuff, and that those two guys have had extreme amount of trouble staying on the field. I I don't even think it's reckless money. You said maybe it could be reckless, uh, and I get it, but reckless is the five and six year deals. Because then you're going to be paying other people, including your quarterback. Uh, a running back at two or three years. A wide receiver from Galveston uh, that has made over $100 million and might sign for three years and not at $30 million. That's not reckless. That That's smart for the next two or three years to be able to, to surround your franchise quarterback with all the weapons he needs. Yes, the defense needs attention. But how are you going to get there? You're going to get there with, uh, with, with C.J. Stroud taking this team as far as it goes. That's not going to change. That will never change for this team over the next few years. I just, I, I, I don't, I, I, again, I can't say this enough. You're, it's cool to have that opinion. But what you're talking about is something I've never really said. Like I said, the exact opposite in some of these cases. We, I talked about it. That's what we do. But that's not what I said. Did Lopez lawyer up or did Lopez get misrepresented? <laughs> that is the question. Somebody say Lopez crawfishing. Seven one three five the seven last two thing, four six ten. Let me say it one more time. Still the epitome of what the problem is with a lot of Texas fans. I'll say it one more. That's not crawfishing. They said it. I mean, they denied it. I'm telling you right now, and I just gave you a bunch of evidence why. Still the epitome. Still the epitome. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Blake Cashman. They got eight starters is what I what I heard. They got eight starters. D'Angelo Ross. Like they're not going to be I able to hear fill that. a roster. I want to make sure I got that right cuz I don't want to misrepresent heaven forbid uh what what someone on another show said. Look, we need to find that. I've got it somewhere in my file here. I want, like look, when Sean, Sean was, was listening to D'Angelo Ross. Yeah, I think D'Angelo Ross was mentioned. And I'm like, D'Angelo Ross? <laughs> There's no way you heard that right. Well, let's find it. Let's find it. 
<laughs> I've got it somewhere. I'll find it. There's no way D'Angelo okay, Ross. Okay, well, up. the tape doesn't lie. Coming up, should there be a more proactive approach uh, when it comes to the offseason with the Texans? There, there's a couple things that I want to discuss, uh, and it's not really a mindset that's being discussed that much. That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Are the Texans really set at wide receiver? Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. I, I mean, look, I feel good about Tank Dell. He played 11 games, though. It was, it was one year he played 11 games. Nico Collins has had one really good year. Now, in fairness, that was the only year that he really had a quarterback in a good offensive system. So, I'm not dismissing that, but the depth of the wide receivers is rough. My dream scenario is that the Texans can draft a wide receiver in the first round. Mm-hmm. That is in the same discussion as Nico Collins or Tank Dell. Yeah, man. I can listen to that. Or they bring in Mike Evans and they improve the receiving room. Mm-hmm. I I think it's it's kind of I, I don't want to hike my leg on this receiving core. Like I feel better about it than like Damian Pierce last year, but how is are, are we in danger of now I know it's the same system, but are we in danger of just looking at the wide receivers this year and just Assuming that the best is yet to come and everything's good, much like it appeared to happen with Damian Pierce last year. Well, here is where I am on that. I, I, I am assuming that these both these guys are going to continue to play at that level and better. I am. But there is no guarantee with that because they're still, in Nico Collins' case, you know, he's been injured. That was his first 
mostly healthy season. And in Tank Dell's case, you just mentioned it, he played in 11 games. Uh, and he's a smallish guy. You can't ignore that. You, you, you truly cannot ignore that he's a smaller, what, 170 on a, on a good day, pounds. Uh, and you've got to bolster that with the quarterback you have. Like what happened when when Tank Dell went down and these re, and these receivers were sort of like, like just limping along? They were awful. I mean, they were bad. You you have to bolster that in order to help C.J. Stroud. Do you think it's kind of interesting that someone shows you that they're one of one? They're still going to probably get paid like someone who isn't one of one, like like Mike Evans. Like right now, we're talking what three years, sixty something like that. I, that's where Is I that would. Is that the range we're at? 63, something 60, like something that. Something like that, yeah. But you, you've had a guy who's done something that has never been done before, and he's just getting discussed. And I'm not, I'm not even picking on Sean and Seth. I'm just talking about, like, the, the general-ish discussion. Not everybody, but the, the, the people who want no part of Mike Evans. And I can understand it. But he's being discussed as if he's just, oh, well, you know, a 31-year-old 30, wide receiver. Have you not watched what he's done the last ten years? Like, mm-hmm. is it is it possible that it's kind of like a one of one situation with Mike Evans? Because he's getting he's getting generalized into like, yeah, guys who've shown like signs of decline and all that. You're not bringing Mike Evans in. I don't even know that you're bringing him in to be your number one receiver. Uh, I mean, you are. Oh uh, yeah, you but, are. But, yeah. No, but I mean, you got two guys who have potential to perform at a high level, mm-hmm. and, and you're not you're not. The the position is not getting – you're not paying much when it comes to that position right. and, and until, like, we figure out this Nico thing. I mean, Nico, Nico Collins, Sean and Seth want to pay him right now. I want to see one more year. I absolutely with Nico. do. Like, I absolutely do. What, like, crazier things have happened than Nico Collins taking a step back next year, whether it's uh, teams getting a grasp of what he's about, whatever. Like, there's – maybe he goes back to not being able to stay on the field. Like, crazier things have happened – I think like we talk about dangers and all that, and there's warning signs. I think the biggest the the biggest thing for me, the biggest danger, and I think we've seen it here mm-hmm. at a high level, is falling in love with your own guys. Uh, it does happen, especially after like something short term. Yeah, I I want to see more from Nico Collins before I start just assuming that. I'm going to pay Nico Collins. Yes, and, and I would I would actively try to upgrade that. That I mean, did we last year they got Tank Dell in the third round, and we were having discussions: who's better, Tank or Nico? Uh, right. We were having that discussion. Mm-hmm. If we can have that set like that, that same type of discussion, and I know it's cheaper. That that to me would be. I I don't feel good enough about the wide receiver room to say, oh, they're good here. Let's go figure out and, some other and, spots. And, and and even if you did, even if you project, these guys are going to be awesome, and we're going to have to pay Tank Dell. And we're going to have to pay Nico Collins. And we're going to have to pay Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud. Even if you say that. Now, C.J. Stroud totally agree with. Will Anderson totally agree with. But when you say Tank Dell, his contract doesn't expire until 2027. Uh, Nico Collins, um, you know, his contract doesn't – I mean, Derek Stingley, let's talk about him, doesn't expire until 2027. Nico Collins, you may extend him now, but you don't have to. Um, So the whole concept of – you know, Patrick Queen or, or somebody like that who's 24, 25 years old and he's going to have a six-year deal. That's the contract that's going to interfere with these. Not not a three-year deal or a two- or three-year deal with a running back or a veteran no, running back. Because like, 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 those contracts don't come up until, let's say you negotiate in 2026. That's still three seasons. I, I, look at, I don't look at Saquon Barkley and Mike Evans 
and and say that that's going to come at the detriment of get, getting one of these other guys. Like we've seen we've seen it so many times. Right. Right. Like we've seen we've seen it so many times where teams you don't think they have cap space and then all of a sudden they figure it out. Like I don't think there's I don't think it's reckless to sign Saquon Barkley. I don't think it's reckless mm-hmm. to sign Mike Evans for two or three years. I don't look at that as reckless. I think the minimum for for Evans because this is his last deal will be three years. I am good with that. I wouldn't go over it. I've said it multiple times. I wouldn't go over three years. I think you can get him. Three years, 63, 64, whatever it may be. Same thing with with Saquon and my guy is Josh Jacobs. Uh, I think Josh Jacobs, you, you, running backs are not going to sign for more than three years. Uh, they, they won't get it. You know, the, the whole, you know, by definition, as Seth also said, uh, was it this morning or, or Friday, uh, by definition, you're overpaying. It's a Mike Meltzer thing. Yeah. You're overpaying when you sign a free agent because you're paying the most compared yeah, to the all the offers value, you yeah. got. That's fine. And you can pay the most. Just don't go over three or four, three years in Mike Evans' case or three years in, in uh, Josh Jacobs' case. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. It's one thing falling in love with a house and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a realtor can make all the difference because that's... We are realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Like, do you think, like, are the San Francisco 49ers, and that's that's an example we use? Do you think the San Francisco 49ers are gonna pay Brandon Ayuk? I actually do not. Yeah, okay, yeah, and there, there's talk about him potentially being traded. Mm-hmm. Do you think Nico Collins is in like the Brandon Ayuk category? Like, that's the tier, right? Heck no, I mean, not in terms of body of work. Yeah, he, but now, in his now, position now, if value, he has another good year. His, we can throw him in there. Yeah, his position value, yes. But but that's how that's how I look at Nico Collins. Yeah, and the San Francisco 49ers, they're 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 likely not going to pay Brandon Ayuk twenty five million dollars. Correct. Those are the types of decisions that eventually you get to, and you have to make. And they have a quarterback on his rookie deal mm-hmm. uh, right now in in Brock Purdy. Yeah. So like. I guess it goes back to what is the definition of smart. For me, smart is being proactive. Like if you can improve the wide receiver position, but I don't. I don't think it's smart to pay Patrick Queen. I don't think it's smart to say, "Hey, I want to give Nico Collins an extension after one good year." That that to me is more reckless than Saquon or Mike Evans. The, so I guess it just depends what your definition of smart is. Yeah, the Nico thing is a little interesting to me because if you might be able to get value if you project, you know, what he's going to be. Uh, and you you get him for less than you would if he has another year like this. So I kind of get the Nico thing. Um, and, and, again, I'm just using their example. Six years for Patrick Queen is a roll of the dice because then you're bumping into CJ's contract and Will's contract. Maybe five. And, and you know, let's say five. But still, you're bumping into these. Whereas these other guys I mentioned, you're not bumping into them all. You have the money. And that money is available now. 
And how many times have you heard me say this? You're never going to be in this op- in this situation again, hopefully. I just think it would be more beneficial for the long term if we're talking like impact and stuff. I, yeah. I, to go back to how I started this segment, I think it would be more beneficial to find someone who is in the same category as Nico Collins and Tank Dell, uh, may- maybe perhaps in the draft, uh, then it would be paying big money for Patrick Queen. Yeah. But because just, because then you you have another guy on the rookie deal. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you sign Dieter Isolin for a ten thousand dollar bonus. Make sure you you know lock up Blake Cashman. Because boy, that'll really set you know that'll really set the budget afire. Might as well just wad it up and throw it in the garbage. What are you referring to? Are you are you referring to when Sean said he like saw the light because of the yeah. the Angelo Ross? Well, I mentioned Peter this Kutcher. in the la- in the last segment. I think uh, I think Figgy has uh, has dug it up here, like the whole concept of well, you got to sign this guy and this guy and this guy. All due respect, some of them are very very good friends of this show and people with whom we've dealt and like and all that. What are you saying? You're trying to sign a guy for for three million dollars, and you think that's going to prevent you from signing? whether it's Jacobs or, or, or Saquon or Evans. or Evans. Figure you got this? Yeah, I got it. All right, listen to this. This is the whole back and forth. All right. uh, let's see. Starters from last year. No big deal. Doesn't cost anything. Steven Nelson, $5.3 million. Um, do you, would you like a kicker? Would you like a yeah, punter? Yeah, no, we need, I don't want Dario Gumbawale to kick again. Okay, Kaimi Fairbairn was $4 million last year. Cam Johnson was $3.4 million yeah. last year. Sheldon Rankins, the cap figure was lower, but he was out on one year $10 million deal. Yeah. Like you're paying yeah, yeah. for that. That, that got oh, pushed the cap down. Figure was lower. Dalton okay, Schultz, can do that. $6 million. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Singletary, $3 million. Yeah. Uh, let's see. George Fant. Starter for most of the year, three million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like these are the guys you have to replace. That's about. I mean, you, you. I mean, I'm kind of doing the math. Am I? You're up in the t- over twenty million, tw- twenty twenty five million with those five or six guys, right? There. Yeah, with like five or six of those free agents yeah. that are apparently don't cost anything. Well, like the, it's not. It's not nineteen ninety two anymore. These guys cost more than three hundred thousand dollars a year. They they do they do. And and I, I'll boil it down to what I think it is with Lopez Here in just go. a second. But I think the other thing too, like the, like I'll tell you what, like an eye opening thing to me was the other day. It looked like a total non-story, and ultimately it probably is as far as the season goes. It is. But they re-signed a couple of their restricted free agents, the Texans did. D'Angelo Ross for about a million, and this Dieter Iceland guy for a couple million bucks. And, like, okay, that's three million bucks right there. Like, the minimum salary for an NFL player is is approaching a million dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, each roster spot is going to be a minimum of a million bucks. Oh, wow. Three million dollars for the... And let me just be very clear for the loopholes who don't know this and haven't dug into the numbers. Each of those guys that he mentioned, D'Angelo Ross and Iceland, they got $10,000 guarantees. Ten grand. These numbers are paper numbers that you're going to pay if they excel, if they make the roster and they, and they become contributors. You can also cut these guys for ten grand, For ten grand, And the seven players that, that Seth uh, rattled off, $24 million total. You have to fill a roster. You're going to have $3 million players. You're going to have $6 million players. And they're going to be very, very average or below average. But if you can sign a running back that helps your quarterback and a wide receiver that helps your quarterback for $22 million, no-brainer. But heaven forbid, you know, you, you have to eat that ten grand on D'Angelo Ross. Coming up... <laughs> 
the intensifying of the offseason, and some wisdom from one of the biggest enemies in town. Next. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. The hits are lit. Activity picking up. Combine tomorrow. A free agency about two weeks and change away. Let's play the hits here on Sports Radio 610. Playing all the hits. These are the hot stories of the day. You're listening to In the Loop with Houston's sports leader, Sports Radio 610. Four-time Pro Bowl cornerback Xavier Howard released by the Miami Dolphins. Laramie Tunsil says that he wants Xavier Howard here. Derek Stingley, however, seems like he wants Steven Nelson to stay. Where do you sit here uh, when it comes to Xavier Howard versus Steven Nelson? I finally figured it out when uh, we were first talking about this this morning. I kind of feel like Xavier Howard like I do Derrick Henry. Texans bring him in. I'm like, all in. Let's go. That's the one that they feel is going to be the best fit, going to be the best answer, and the contract more than likely will be something that's smart, you know, and and, and good money. Um, But I'm kind of lukewarm in general. Like, just in general, I'm like, eh, you know, huge two-time Pro Bowler, what, four-time Pro Bowler, I believe. Um Huge, huge player, ball hawk. Certainly could be a great ball hawk as a number two cornerback uh, behind uh, or next to Derek Stingley. Uh, but I'm not like all in. I, 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 I can't really put my finger on it other than lack of production. I a mean, he's older. old. He's yeah. declining. Yeah. He's, you know, is he going to be motivated? Yeah. What is? But what, he's from here. What motivates him? What does he want to do? Yeah. And, and you're also you're also talking about it from a perspective of you're asking him to be your number two corner. That's the that's the good you're part. You're not you're not looking at it and saying, you know, can this guy be a pro bowl caliber yes. guy? You're looking at it like can is it the craziest thing in the world to think that Xavier Howard opposite Derek Stingley could be what Steven Nelson was last year? I don't think that's too far fetched. No, no, not if at all. If we're talking about it if we're talking about it that way, I yeah. don't think that's too far fetched. Yeah. No, I I actually totally agree with that. Uh I think probably better, right? I mean, he has a better body of work. I think yeah. he's probably going to be pretty motivated. I don't know. I don't know what they do with Steven Nelson. Steven Nelson um, had a good year last year. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the what the market is going to say. But, I mean, they're both 30 years old. Neither one of those guys is going to exactly break bread mm-hmm. uh, by testing out the market. NFL Combine starts tomorrow. Uh, Caleb Williams will wait till his pro day to throw. Uh, as will Jaden Daniels. He's going to throw at his pro day. Uh, neither one of these guys, the the top two quarterbacks, are going to throw at the combine. Bryce Young didn't throw last year. CJ did, uh, and put on quite a clinic. Yeah, I think that's why I'm a little bit uh, uh, curious why Jaden Daniels made that decision. Uh, he, he probably can uh, script it a lot better on a pro day, but boy, you have an opportunity there with no with with you know as the guy with no Caleb Williams to really make some hay. What does Caleb Williams gain by throwing? I get Caleb Williams not throwing. No, I totally get that. But Jaden Daniels, I like him a lot. Some other guys are people are lukewarm on him, and I think he could really vault himself if he throws at the combine. Because let's face it, the, com- the number two or three pick, right? The, the, the combine has more. Uh, it, it it means more, I think, just in general to scouts and people who follow the league than a pro day, because the pro day is your own receivers, it's your own place, it's very scripted down to the last throw. Whereas the combine is a group setting, I think it could mean more for Jaden Daniels. We'll hear from D'Amico Ryan's uh, tomorrow at noon. He's going to speak live at the combine. Nick Casario is going to speak on Wednesday. So we'll hear from mm-hmm. two decision makers, get a grasp perhaps of what 
they're thinking. I, I will say this: a lot of times you can get a lot from the from the combine and these interviews, especially with the uh, with the situation that they're in. So, yeah, no quarterback talk this year, but we will hear from D'Amico and Nick. There's been talk about the uh, Astros lineup as we uh, play the hits here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. There's, there's been talk that Jordan Alvarez might bat second. How, how does this make you feel? How do you feel about Jordan Alvarez as the number two hitter? I actually don't mind it. Uh, more at-bats, uh, and that's always a good thing. I, I mean, I don't know how Kyle Tucker might feel about that, but uh, I, I actually don't mind it uh, with him. More at-bats, higher in the lineup. You got you got a decent uh, you know, a chance for – for more RBIs because of the people, you know, behind you getting on base more often. Uh, just by math, you get more at-bats, you're going to have more opportunities. Uh, but uh, it's going to be marginal at best, but I don't mind it. Rockets uh, lose last night. They have uh, 25 wins with 25 remaining. I- I'm seeing some frustration uh, of the Rockets. My question is why? Like, what are we, what are we so upset about here? I mean, you're learning everything you need to learn. There's some guys who are playing decent. They're not consistent. You're competing at a higher level than you did last year. What What's the frustration here? Uh, I, I think you're not getting – well, you are – Jamari Smith played well. Yeah. Uh, you, you're, you're getting so some – So did Chet Holmgren. Some, whew, man, he was really good. 29 and 8, right? Something like that. 29, 8 and 7. Yeah. Jamari uh, had 17 boards. Uh, and uh, no, I, 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 I hear you. I think some of the more – uh, frustrating things is that it's not translating into wins, and some of the other players are very erratic. But I thought Smith was really good. Yeah, you know, I mean, you don't have, and we said this coming into last year, you don't have like a quote max guy on this team. Yes, you don't have him on this squad. Mm-hmm. You have some guys that can fill in the pieces, but he is not on this squad. No, it's not where it is. Uh, Draymond Green. So there was some controversy. Over the weekend, there was the court storming thing with Duke. Uh, and then there was uh, some outrage as the uh, Warriors laid in a game. I think there was 30 seconds left or 40-something seconds left. And the opposing team was pressing the Warriors. And the Warriors made a layup. And then Grant Williams and others were mad at Draymond Green and the Warriors for scoring late. Mm-hmm. This was Draymond Green's reaction, and and I know that Draymond Green doesn't get a lot of love around here, but I think this was just perfectly laid out in 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 many ways, uh, from Grant Williams all the way to this anger that that basketball teams seem to have when when guys score late. Yeah, I don't really understand why people get so mad at like somebody scoring at the end of the game. It's like this dumb, unofficial, uh, unwritten rule. If y'all were winning by 13 points, would you get mad if he laid the ball up? I doubt. And so it's kind of like a sore loser type thing. But Grant Williams got to stop it, man. He, <laughs> he can't keep being a, like this tough guy is going absolutely wrong for him. Like he's a really nice guy. For some reason, he keeps like trying to jump on the unlikable side. And I must tell you, it's not always fun over here. It's not always a good time. Talking too much kind of got you out of Dallas. And he over there talking too much now. You might want to slow down and stop all the tough guy stuff. There's a two-second differential in the shot clock. Would you like us to take another turnover? We got enough turnovers on this game as it is. You also cannot press down 13 with a minute to go. And then somebody shoot a layup with 22 seconds to go. And you get mad. So if y'all still playing, then play. Don't stop now because there's 22 seconds left and you finally feel like it's out of reach. Clearly, we thought it was out of reach at 245, which is why Steve took everybody out. So now that you think it's out of reach, it's okay. It ends now. Like, I'm really sick of guys with this. Like, oh, you scored at the end. Ah, like, bro, you should have did that a long time ago. Yeah, man. Pray for Grant Williams. 
Couldn't set it better myself. I mean, you, you're pressing. They score. I mean, they you're score pressing. a bucket at the end. What are we doing? You, you just, just hoop. You're, you press. You're going to give up hoop. a layup occasionally. When the clock's over, it's fine. I don't like this dribbling out either. That's more annoying than anything to me. Yeah. The the team dribbles out the shot clock, and then they hand it to the other team, and the other team dribbles the shot clock. Get the damn shot on the rim. Yeah, just play put, some ball. Yes, put it. No, I agree. I mean, come on. Just, I mean, just hoop. Draymond has had his issues, as we all know, but he was perfectly right on this. Absolutely right just on this. Just play that. some damn ball. Yeah. What do you want him to do? It's You're ridiculous. pressing. Ridiculous. Yeah. Rodeo kicks off tomorrow. John Lopez. I, I feel like you're uh, – this is one of my favorite events the rodeo. I absolutely love the rodeo. I like going as many times as possible. I, f- I feel like John Lopez has outgrown it. He no, just, I'm going. He's not a rodeo guy anymore. I'm going. When is uh, Nickelback? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to Nickelback. Are you? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> my uh, my haircut lady wanted wants to go to Nickelback. She she has a, a, a her boyfriend, I guess. Mm-hmm. She's she's she was like she, she doesn't speak. She speaks kind of like broken English, mm-hmm. and she was like. She was like, he likes this band rock. Is it rock music? Rock. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is. yeah, I'm like, there's one rock group. I, I think it's uh, Nickelback. She's like, let me see picture. And I like show She's like, oh, yeah, them. I was like, okay, so <laughs> your boyfriend wants to go hey, to they got uh, a, They got a bad huh? reputation, man. They got a bad rap. Where did they come from? I don't I, know. I don't know where the distaste for Nickelback Every time you mention the Nickelback. Yes, exactly. Hitting that 50 cent on Friday. Just got my tickets during the show, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just got my tickets during the show. You got Fiddy. That's Friday night, man. It's Friday. F- Figgy's going, too. I'm going. Figgy's been all over the place all at the right. rodeo. I think he went to cookout three times. Uh, he did. three nights. Yeah. Yep. Man, you made me miss it, though. Like, I I, I admit it. It's kind of like not my deal after about 9 o'clock. I'm just past that. But, man, Figgy, your, your social media was outstanding. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. It was fun, man. Yeah. You ready for a uh, dad joke on YouTube? It's from Bubba Homeschool. Yep. Lopez, go see 50 Cent and Nickelback. 45 cents. <laughs> That's strong. That's pretty dang strong. They should do like a 45 cent package. Yeah. 50 Cent and Nickelback. <laughs> Come to the rodeo and see the 45 cent package. Yeah. I love that. That's a great dad joke. It's actually borderline elite right there. <laughs> By the way, did you watch Curb yesterday? Uh, no, I'm going to watch it today. You're not a true fan, man. Get the hell out of here. You're not a true fan. By the way, that show you told me to watch sucked. What show? That one. Louder Milk? Awful. Dude. Come on. I tried, John. It is so good. No, I tried. You watched 20 minutes. I watched. I tried. I tried to get through it. It's not. I had two people on on Twitter say, man, what a great time. He doesn't deliver it as well. Oh, I'm saying he's got a little bit of that. Struggle. In it. No, it was. It's a. We're all. That's what I was watching last night. We're we're watching catching up on some louder milk. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's awesome. I don't know about this guy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. Coffee shop. Then he's meeting this girl now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about this guy. Yeah, you haven't watched much. You got you you'll get into it. It's it's strong. Not sure about it. Yeah. Coming up, we're two weeks away from free agency. Should the Texans be aiming big or not? We'll discuss next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 